It's time to go one-on-one with DP. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios, here is your host, Derek Pearson. Presented by Beatrice Bakery on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome to one-on-one. What we need is some music. We need some flavor. We need to set the tone. Standard setters are necessary. And the late, great John Facenda is one of those people. Rico, if you would please hit this man's music. The autumn wind is a pirate. Blustering in from sea. With a rollicking song, he sweeps along, swaggering boisterously. His face is weather-beaten. He wears a hooded sash with a silver hat about his head and a bristling black mustache. He growls as he storms the country, a villain big and bold. And the trees all shake and quiver and quake as he robs them of their gold. The autumn wind is a raider, pillaging just for fun. He'll knock you round and upside down and laugh when he's conquered and won. Ah, that's glorious. That is glorious. I love every second of it. Let's bring him in. Let's bring in the QB coach, Fairfax Football Academy, Barry Thompson. BT, what's happening? Let's get him unmuted first. There we go. Let's get his level up. Okay, hold on here. Hold on here. There we go, Rico. All right, there we go, BT. We fig- we figured right. it out. All yeah. right, well, just, just to do it again, I brought the mess. Oh. It's not it's not Russell. It's champion. It's champion. Oh. And, I, and I got I got some colors that you might be familiar with behind me. Oh. Just one big little touch of the DMV. Oh, look at you! Look at you go! The old colors from Washington Lee University, Lexington, yeah. Virginia. No, these are this is a Washington and Lee. Yeah, University. Yeah, you're right. Um, look, almost uh, little stars on the thing. Yeah, Old look stars. at the, hold that up again, Barry. That that yeah, that, that looks yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that looks pretty good. Yeah. See you. That, that's where the, that's where the VA. That's where the eight comes from, from in the VA and Barry's Twitter. There you go. There oh, you, go. you still have? How have I not seen that? Um, I have two of them, and both of them are in the possession of women. Uh, oh and well, I never mind. Request from a woman when you were talking to get this one down here. Yeah, I, 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 I understand. Thank her uh, for doing right. that. How, how is the lovely miss? She's doing great, mean as ever. What? She's yeah. never been. What? What? No, she's doing awesome. She's doing awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, we, we, I need to reach out. Um, I talked to her last week and, and said I need to reach out and we'll work on some of these care packages as well because I think. Uh, yep. Getting superhero boxes are nice. Yep, get her uh, some Beatrice Bakery stuff, and we can put that stuff together. And yep. 
I can think of uh, several hosts that deserve said said item. So that's that's where my okay. head is on that. I don't know. So get them ready. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah, that the 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 mesh joints, man. That you know that that. Back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah. that makes me that makes me that makes me feel good. That makes me feel good. Um, we we were talk we've been talking about quarterbacks uh, er, yeah. earlier in the day, and you know with Big Ben retiring, Brady on the cusp. Um, you know, Aaron Rodgers on the cusp. Not real sure how that's going to play out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell Wilson in transition. He may be in a different place. Drew Brees retiring. Mm-hmm. Um, is this the full changing of the guard for quarter, the quarterback position and how the position is played? You know, it's funny. I had a discussion. I'm in a text group. I have a couple of buddies that are defensive coaches and, uh, they were just railing about last weekend and, and, you know, getting to play defense and coach defense is getting difficult. But I told him, I said that this to me in my mind started about eight years ago. I'm going to give a lot of credit to Trent Dilfer, uh, the elite 11 group. Uh, there's a book called modern QB by Bruce Feldman. And you can look at in the opening chapter, they had made an effort to gather as many quarterback coaches as they could. Uh, they thought were good into this one space at Ohio state. And Steve Centrum got up and gave a speech. And it was about how we were to kind of operate in this space, share information. It was just a suggestion. And I think from that suggestion, guys went back out like Quincy, Quincy Avery, who was just getting started out. You know, George Whitfield was doing his thing. Um, you know, Coach Hoover in the Midwest, uh, the guys out in the West Coast, uh, Cy Wan and uh, Craig Nall down in Texas and all those guys. I've had a tremendous impact in how they teach, how they do things. And now you're seeing, in my mind, the net effect of it. I was just looking at some of Burroughs' game and uh, some of the stuff that he didn't pocket. It's just stuff that we teach. You know, maybe it wasn't taught before, but he does it extremely well. Um, so that you do have these new guys coming up. And uh, the expectations keep getting raised. Uh, I keep jumping back to basketball. In basketball, you tend to get one. You know, we were watching Dr. J. You know, my dad would tell me stories about Elgin Baylor. You know, we're watching now Allen Iverson and, uh, uh, you know, we watch Jordan do his thing, right? And then Kobe comes along and then LeBron comes along. They're each an iteration up. And football right now, these quarterbacks have ascended multiple ones, Mahomes and Allen, and they're playing different. And the guys that are watching them are mimicking their style. Brady set a standard of what it means to be a champion. And that has a tremendous effect. So I don't know if it's a change in the guard. It's uh, I think the guard is putting on new suits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Dress them, well, dress I, them I sent you the, the, the pictures of, of Casey Thompson working out. Yep. And I, I can say this in, in, in full disclosure. So Barry, Barry was a quarterback. Barry was one of the, 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 he was the first muscle-bound quarterback I'd ever been around. Like, Barry was a wrestler, high-level wrestler. So he built like a wrestler. But he also played quarterback, and he ran the option. And um, some would fashion him to the likes of Charles Thompson from OU. From, from OU. Uh, Good last name. Right? How about that? The new Thompson quarterbacks have a, have a, have a way. But to see a quarterback put in, put in that kind of work for, for, for the armor – Mm-hmm. What say you? Is is that is that unique? Is that special? Is that 
Is that rare? Like to have somebody. I I think it's less unique now because remember, I can go back to. Lost something here. Yeah. They want to know. Yeah, what's up? Yeah, he's very popular. He's very popular. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens. Yeah, yeah. No. Okay, there you go. All right. Um, Les, if you go back a couple years ago when Jalen Hurts transferred originally to Oklahoma, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in there pressing some weight. I've got a quarterback here who's converted to a tight end, but I've got pictures of him as a junior deadlifting 600 pounds. Wow. So I don't think it's as rare. And I mean, just stepping up and pulling it up. So I don't think it's as rare as it used to be. Um, but it, it's just, it's what it is. These guys are, they're tough. I, I call them QB strong. Well, I mean, but we're breaking down walls now, right? The glass ceilings and yeah. stuff. Because it used to be, well, we don't want a muscle-bound quarterback. He won't be able to throw. Right. Yes. He won't be able to run. Yes. His recovery, all those things. Right? Yeah. New technology. There's new thinking to it, correct? Right. Well, there's they, they, they are doing plus. So, the Brian Courtney that I'm telling you about, we talked about last year. You know, Brian's pretty flexible, too. Mm-hmm. So, you see him in the weight room. That's not That may not be all that Charles is doing. He may be doing yoga on top of that. Mm-hmm. He may be doing quarterback-specific uh, exercises like my guy uh, Drew McDuffie at, at, at uh, UVA now has a lot of people doing uh, rotational stuff. But you do get that one picture of him moving some iron. Yeah. Uh, so, I think that's what's new about him. These guys are, are training in a more complete way, both physically and mentally, and that's changing the game. It's been you. It's been really cool to watch. Um, and for Husker fans, they won't know the name Guy Meyer, mm-hmm. but watching young, they will know the name. Uh, <laughs> they 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 will know the name uh, Josh Kim. Uh, they'll know yes. uh, through all Noah, of. Noah. I Noah. mean Noah Kim. Sorry, yeah. uh, watching your development of young players, Guy Myers is a guy who's gone through his ups and downs and again transferring from school to school to get his rightful place or the right place for him to be and now he's gone from being a kid who who folks don't know to being in the top 40 quarterbacks in this year's nfl draft that journey has got to be pretty like it's got to be mind-blowing right yeah it's funny um just something he's he's taken a he's taken a journey and it's been one of ascendancy uh, from where he started to where he is now, it hasn't been a direct 45-degree climb, but it's always been a climb that's moved forward. Yeah. Um, you know, to the point where he finished up, he graduated 3.5 and a, a degree in, in integrated communications. And now he's had a lot of good things at the end of this journey, or at this point in the journey happened to him. We got a scouting report last week from an uh, ex-NFL personnel person. Uh, great scouting report. The main thing, it rated out that he was a priority free agent, which puts him in a different tier. Mm-hmm. Uh, he signed his agency contract with GHG Sports, which is also a big moment in the young man's life. Mm-hmm. And then recently what came out was uh, what you re- referenced, right? We, there was a list of the uh, 2022 draft class quarterbacks, and he's on the list. And I think as more people get to know his story, maybe he gets to talk to you, mm-hmm. uh, know his story a little bit, that will continue to, to, to tick up. But I think right now, People getting to know who he is and his story, I think, is a big deal uh, for him. And, um, you know, we're, we're really pointing toward trying to get a pro day. You know, uh, you know, got to get him in front of some people, 
and we're really angling to get a pro day for him. I think he's worthy of it. What's been the biggest thing that he had to improve on to elevate himself? Uh, well, just general improvement, right? You want to just, it's, I don't think it's a specific area, but general area. We want to clean up mechanics. You want to press your combine numbers, right? Those are the metrics you're going to be measured by. He's doing well. And I forgot to mention Accelerate is a facility in Josh Chamberlain where we actually train indoors. Josh is handling that part of it. Uh, we want to continue to prepare him as best we can on and off the field. So we have a meeting every morning at 8 o'clock, and we're going over, you know, protections. I mean, a deep dive on protections, uh, all different types of protections, any ones we can get our hands on, study it for a day, we come back and talk about it. And then we move on to some basic concepts that you see in the NFL, you know, like stick, like levels, like dagger, like Yankee, like Hank. Right. And really a deep dive in and understanding those things and trying to pull clips and and examples and trying to match footwork up. Uh, so we're doing that thing. He's educating himself on how to be a professional. It's important to know who people are. Right. Because you may encounter them and you want. So we're pushing on that level. And then on the field, it's just like I said, it's used tightening up the mechanics and footwork to a point where. Uh, it leads to a high level of consistency and accuracy. Arm strength isn't an issue, but uh, being able to throw from tight spaces, being able to throw from a short base, uh, being able to cycle through a progression the way that you would have to if you were running, say, uh, we were working on Texas the other day, is a pretty common route structure or drive, right? These are the professional reads in it. You know, how would you have to progress through it? What's the throw that you mean? Or even like 525H post, right? Mm-hmm. Short post, right? That's a that's a tough throw for a quarterback. Five-step drop, you're looking at the post, then you got to swing all the way around and hit an 18-yard out uh, comeback on the other side of the field. Take some repetitions of doing that. So that's just what we're doing. Um, it's just every day, just trying to get better at those things. Every business wants to engineer new possibilities, creating revenue, optimizing costs, and scaling technologies like cloud and AI. Start at Deloitte.com slash US slash cloud and find the services you need to get the value you seek. Deloitte. And we're trying to get that pro day. Did I say the pro day? Yeah, we need to get the pro day done. Um, so a lot of what you're, what you're saying resonates. So here's a, here's a, a question and kind of a, a, an exposure. There's knowledge of the throws that a college quarterback is going to have to make at a pro day, right? Like we know those throws and we know those situations is the focus has the focus turned to that. I mean, is there a specific amount of, of, of reps that are tailored specific to the throws he'll have to make uh, when, and if he gets a, a pro day or, or a visit to the combine? Yes. So there's all these tracks that are running at once, right? You've got the track where he has to press the combine numbers uh, the track where you have to press the knowledge and basic, you know, one-on-one understanding of things he may be asked. And then, yes, the specific threats, right? Uh, those are the things that we work on. You know, what what those look like? You know, what do we have to do to complete them? What do we have to do to be consistent? Uh, after we get off here, he's working. He called, by the way. Mm. He's working out right now. And as soon as he's done, uh, I get him for about two hours. So okay. um, then that's what we'll be working on. Through through all of this, right? That if a, a kid from you know College of Charleston makes the mm-hmm. the top forty list, yeah, 
that may indicate that some folks are missing. Some power fives are missing out. Yeah. How, how how are those misses for for guy who is you know he's six six runs like right. the wind rocket arm how are these things being missed well how- i don't know that he was missed i think in his case this is coming at the time it was meant to come guy's story is he was five to maybe 100 pounds when he entered high school as a freshman okay and then he grew mm. and he grew and he grew uh he was diagnosed with a learning disability and by his own admission kind of used that as a crutch and mm-hmm. So his junior year wasn't what it should be. But finally, his senior year, he gets only 6'4", whatever, and he's athletic, and he kills it. He comes to my attention because I have Lyndall Stone, who's a top quarterback in the country, mm-hmm. and I'm watching Max Preps, and I keep seeing this quarterback from Forest Park put up very close numbers. And through a series of events, you know, connection back to high school, we wind up meeting and start working there. At that point, that's when his ascendancy begins. He goes to Mississippi Delta. Uh, still using his, uh, you know, a disability as a crutch, the mm-hmm. learning disability, mm-hmm. comes out first semester, the grades are not good. And at that point, he made a decision. And from that point on, yes, there's some rough spots, but it ends up in Charleston, uh, taking them to a spring uh, division championship, having a decent senior fall campaign, and graduating with 3.5 average and, and mm. now all this. So it is one of ascendancy. They didn't miss him. He wasn't he wasn't FBS worthy as a senior mm-hmm. talent ability, but not the package. Now he's the package. Mm. Now as for other guys that I have that they're missing, they need to come get this Connor Berry kid. Uh, everybody's taking a pass on him. And I don't know why uh, there may be a couple schools that are going to come in late, you know, after the signing date, mm-hmm. but he's a kid. I don't understand why they missed and he's got a big chip on his shoulder and he's good. Well, we like we see we love those guys, and there's yeah. one here that yeah, no, no Walter, right? Yes, yeah. I don't understand how these things happen because if you look above, and you put all the starters on, they're not all the same height, they're not all the same weight. Mm-hmm. There are six foot quarterbacks, and there always have been, and they're good. And so why they keep getting passed over in this? I need a six three guy who's two twenty two fifteen, and I don't really care if he can't play that well. This other kid plays well. I don't know. They're going to have to start changing their thinking because they're missing. They are missing out. They really are. Well, I mean, and and you've talked to Noah, so like we understand like the personality profile. Like if we were going to check all the boxes for a kid that we want to lead our program, Noah Walters checks all those boxes. Yes, and that and the same thing with Courtney and a lot of these guys. I I don't understand completely college recruiting, but you know, you and I understand about putting a program together, and some of these guys. They're such box checkers and the type of people that you want around when you're building something good. Like, why wouldn't you just take them? You know, that fourth seat can go to a lot of people. And why doesn't it go to a really good person that can really help your culture and your team and all that kind of stuff? But, you know, they, they're smarter than me. They all are. <laughs> That's what we get. We hear it all the time. This weekend's a big weekend for the NFL and these quarterbacks that are in play all have their own identity, their own skill sets. Um, I don't think there's a prototype playing this weekend. <laughs> You're exactly right. You're exactly right. The example I used to give all the time, DP, uh, I used to give this example about Brady, uh, Breeze, Russell, and Cam Newton at one time. Mm-hmm. I said, you look at those guys. They're as different as can be. Famously unathletic, 
six feet, under six feet. And then a guy who we know one time was told was too small or too tall to play in the NFL, mm -hmm. right? A general manager in the NFL actually said that about Cam Newton. <laughs> but at that point, all four had been to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, you know, what are you looking for, right? Right? Are you looking for height? You're looking for this. You're looking for a guy who can lead men and who can execute, who can take command over the offense. That's what you're looking for. Um, these other metrics, six seven, six four, whatever package that comes in, I think it's worth paying attention to. I, I think for this, you know, that if you look at a, a Joe Burrow, what does Burrow bring to the table in your eyes? I, I have a great Joe Burrow story. I, I am horrible at looking at a college quarterback and say he's going to be a great pro. The last guy I did that with was uh, a guy named Alex Van Pelt. Mm -hmm. I think he was a quarterback in Pittsburgh. I saw him play, and I was just sure he was going to be all of the famous. Yeah, right? I hope he's doing well. I hope he's doing well. <laughs> but when that didn't happen, I just said, I don't know what I'm looking at. When Joe Burrows was at LSU, he almost made me break that seal. You know, because I, I was just watching what he was doing. He was so, so accurate with the ball placement, not just getting there, but where he was placing the ball. And something Guy and I talk about a lot, and even my college guys, that, you know, we say six inches will make you a star. Mm -hmm. That your accuracy at that level, if you have it six inches one way or the other, that's a completion or an interception, and you have to get the completion. Um, so Burroughs along with this confidence that he has, um, has a great ability. He's fundamentally sound, uh, great base. You watch him climb the pocket. His feet never come together, pops to his base. You watch mechanically how he throws the ball. No wonder he's accurate. And then he seems to know the game. And uh, when you look at the stuff that they were asking him to do at LSU, I really think a thing that had a big thing to do with his success in the NFL is that LSU, he got used to processing defenders. Those concepts required that he look at a defender and that the defender tell him where to go next with the ball. Mm -hmm. And you can check with Coach Joseph to tell me if that's not the case. And they had a trust in him to do it. He had receivers to do it. And that has really translated here. When you look at the all-22s and you watch how he's making decisions, um, it's good stuff. And then he has the ability – to put the ball on people. Um, there's some throws that he makes. <clears throat> they're just, they're just really good throws. Um, there's a famous story about Brett Favre. People would ask him about, you know, Brett, what's the read on this? What's the read on that? And evidently Brett Favre would go, the read is one, two, three, put it on him. And Joe Burrows does a lot of that. One, two, three, put it on him. <laughs> I love that. So like, I love it. And there's so much trust required there. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. That, 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 that thing, like this is a conversation. Uh, Rico, I can tell you, Barry and I have had this conversation. We had this conversation some 35 years ago, <laughs> some 40 years ago. Like, Hey man, uh, you know, you get it out of your hand and uh, we'll, we'll handle the rest of it. How many times did DP tell you, Hey, I'm going to be here. Just throw it. <laughs> He would tell me when we're getting off the bus. He'd say, yeah, D, you know I'm open. I'm like, we're walking off the bus. I just want you to know. It ain't going to change all night. I can just imagine DP many times just like that, that, just by 20 yards this way, five yards this way, just take your three steps and just throw it. If you don't see me, don't yeah. worry, I'll be there. No, there, yeah, that, there was that. And, and he teases me, but that ball did come to him when I needed to 
get it to him. Well, that was not a, as much as he deserved, but it, it got. There. No, that was a. I was like, listen, uh, I'm here. I'll be here if you need me. But when you need me, <laughs> Barry, Barry's like, I gotta spread the love. I can't just throw it to you. <sighs> Talk about Rico. He said they can get love at home. I need. <laughs> <love>. <laughs> they have families. They have big families. Yeah. Love Let them figure out. Like they're already you know, big. The quarterback that we were talking about, and it's interesting that Jay was kind of pressing about um, Kirk Cousins. Uh huh. I've always, when you talk about this elevation of, of quarterbacks and their play, it's also useful to look at the professionalism that's just right below them. And I know people feel all some kind of way about him, mm-hmm. but I've watched Kirk be extremely productive, 4,000 yards, 4,500 yards. These were markers that, you know, Dan Marino would get a float for, mm-hmm. right? And the first thing that ripped through that was Drew Brees. It was like an afterthought. Like Drew Brees is thrown for 5,000 yards more than, you know, Peyton and Brady combined. And then it's like, it's not even a marker anymore, but mm-hmm. you watch this guy and he's just consistent, right? With his production. He's a, he's literally a professional quarterback. Mm-hmm. Maybe not much more. But he's not, certainly not less. He's a professional. And, uh, it, that whole quarterback thing, that was once the elite status. And now he's in the status where people don't, you know what I mean? Don't really think about him, don't really talk about him. He's just considered the middle of the pack. Uh, the quarterback game has really changed. I don't know if I'm making my point clear, but that this this high watermark is now average. Yeah, yeah. I, now we, look, yeah, it, we didn't have 4,000-yard throwers. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> yeah. the, the yeah. game has evolved to it. Kirk does – Kirk does well yeah. within it. Um, there are the extremes that people want from Kirk Cousins, um, yeah. present company included. Uh, but yeah, yeah the, the, that four thousand a year on purpose. Uh, yeah, bravo, bravo yeah. to that, bravo to yeah, that. Yeah, and what's changing more is coming because we I have two quarterbacks that threw for close to three thousand. Yeah, yeah. And this is in an area where they don't really, you know, they don't really believe that, you know. But they, some kids just can't hold them back, and more are coming. Yeah, Virginia and Nebraska are very similar high school about how the game should be played. Like Virginia, the folks are there yelling, bring back the fullback as well. So uh, (laughs) that thing exists. Barry and I, as passing coordinators, we're stuck with a head coach who ran the wing tee. So if that gives you any idea uh, about what we're talking about, Barry and I pulled our hair out because – we were not wing tee guys. Uh, Barry, it's, what are we eating, man? What are we eating? Well, you know what? Uh, I've talked about this a couple times to Chicken Thighs uh, about about the brining and stuff like that. Uh, there's a thing called quick brine. It really makes all the difference in the world. It's about 30 ounces of water, three ounces of salt, some uh, garlic. And then from there, you can put in whatever you want. I tend to go with uh, rosemary and thyme. Uh, you put the chicken in that. It's a heavy salt brine, so you don't want to uh, – Brine it too long. I used to go about an hour. You take those uh, thighs out. Really important that you dry them as best you can. Uh, the skin will not get crispy if it's dry. While that's going on, the skillets preheat to about 450. Uh, be careful pulling it out. Goes in there about five minutes. You see them brown. And you shove them in the oven. And the thighs used to take about 15 minutes after that. Here's what. A, here's what's new. I've been looking and looking at times I cook it at that pan once I take everything out. So now we got a pan sauce going on DP. Mm-hmm. So here's what you do: uh, you want to get that chicken fat and those those fawns that are on the bottom of that skillet. Uh, get the chicken fat down to whatever you think a tablespoon is. Just pour it out. 
take a tablespoon, take a tablespoon of flour. You're on medium high heat. Take a whisk and keep stirring. You're making a roux is what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And you want it, it'll, it'll be a light color and it'll start to turn, uh, not real dark brown, like caramel brown. Mm-hmm. At that point, put in your stock, maybe a cup, cup and a half of stock. Let that reduce over medium heat. And then you want to maybe throw uh, a squeeze of lemon and you want to taste it for seasoning. And then after you do that, you put in about two or three tablespoons of butter and let that work itself in. And then at the end, maybe a little bit of chopped parsley, just sprinkle it on there. Put that on top of that. Woo! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and gravy. Yeah, the, 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 the roux school is, is real. Like that, that you can mess up a lot of meals, or you can actually mm, chef's kiss everything. Hey, go work out that young man. Uh, give him a I pat will. on the back for us, please. Uh, go, good luck to him going forward. Uh, but yeah, uh, I'll have him on the show. I got to talk to Guy Myers. We got to do that. Okay, great. Thanks. All right, brother. That's Barry Thompson, Fairfax Football Academy. More one on one when we come back. Download our app by searching 93.7 The Ticket in your app store. You're listening to One on One with DP on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S.-licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So, guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roco slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's roco slash fuller.